Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night. It is uh, that time again for our weekly paintball podcast. My name is Todd Ensich. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We have lots of great stuff. We have uh, uh, your topic. We have the vault. We have the Antiques Paintball Roadshow segment. We have uh, Price is Right, maybe Lightning Round, depending on how things go, and uh, answer to some of your other questions as well. So stay tuned. Tonight, we don't have Gavin Sharma. Uh, we traded him for Josh Zubizabrikis. Yes. Yeah. Lateral move. <laughs> well, the last two weeks, uh, we were telling people that you were filming your or recording your podcast. How'd that go? I was. Um, good. Uh, I didn't steal enough equipment to keep going, but, you know. <laughs> no, that's turns good. Out, turns out you need a memory card. So you have Gavin in, the stu- in your studio tonight doing all your reads? Yes. Nice. Yes, he's currently chained up to the desk and... Nice. Working for donuts. Nice. As long as he's wearing his jerk-ass t-shirt, then he's fine. Yeah. And we have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. And greetings, and thanks for tuning in tonight, where we're going to talk a little bit about snacks and things you eat mm. uh, during, before, after play to give to energize, recharge, and shoot bad guys. Pew, pew. There we go. Nice. I see a lot of you guys are logging in right now. We are live on YouTube and on Facebook, depending on where you're watching us from. Thank you for do- joining in tonight. We're talking about what are some of your on-field snacks and we can talk about snacks at the field but specifically we want to know what you guys are sneaking onto the field either in your pocket your vest pocket or uh or otherwise besides my allen key just kidding (laughs) (laughs) we'll also be taking uh, some of your questions live on the show so if you have anything in the live chat uh you can post them up there as a question we'll try to get to them in 40 days, ladies and gentlemen, less than 40 days now, we have the first NXL event in Las Vegas. And why that's exciting to a lot of you guys is because the summit will be there. The industry first industry um, event for the summit, which is brought to you by Major League Paintball. So all, anything that we're talking about the summit, you guys can go to Major League Paintball's website and find that information. That's all going to be happening at the Sahara. So book now and uh, make sure that you uh, save yourself a couple of bucks. Go to Major League Paintball's Facebook page. Follow the links to where they're promoting their event. And you might be able to save some bucks and book the right places. So head head over there. Make sure you're there for Sunday night. That's when the uh, players party and the um, industry award show is going to happen. That's going to be on the 10th of March. Doors going to open at uh, 10 o'clock. And uh, here is a sneak preview of what it's going to look like, uh, although it's going to be in the evening. Uh, but we're going to, uh, that's where the award ceremony is going to be. And it's uh, its going to be displayed up on the big screen. So make sure you guys check that out. If you're going to be in Vegas or looking for an excuse to get to Vegas, uh, yeah, head on over. If you also would like to be uh, at the event and you want to have a chance to vend, uh, reach out to Camille at NXLPaintball.com and become a vendor and make uh, maybe pay for your trip by selling some trinkets and uh, and things. You know who needs to go down there is uh, Roger Weber. He could uh, send team tags down there. Yeah. There you go. Um, Speaking of selling things, uh, thank you to all that have purchased so far. But here is our uh, merch store. If you guys go to BehindTheBunker.com, you can pick yourself up some Behind the Bunker swag. And why would you do that? Well, it helps the show stay on the air. It raises some much-needed funds to help us. And uh, the launch, we're doing $29.99 per shirt. Or I can't remember what the price is for the hoodies, but they're not that much more. And they're good quality hoodies, so go over and check it out. Speaking of good quality, what about the Planet Eclipse uh, 180R, the new Titan White? Let's see if I can scroll through that. Look at that, eh? Pretty Ooh, awesome. That's pretty sharp. If you guys are going to go out and play some uh, winter paintball in the northern states or Canada, yeah. there you go. Just don't drop your gun in the snow. Uh, paintball.media magazine, the digital magazine is now up. Make sure you guys go check it out. Nice to see Gavin Sharma. Between reads of your podcast, watching in the live chat. Yep. Nice. Uh, check out some great events here, ladies and gentlemen, by Action Scenario Events. Blackhawk Down is going to be in uh, March 16th to 17th. We have Fire for Effect. That's, uh, ooh, that's in May already. And uh, October the Brand. What else do we have? We have Fight Club coming up in November, as well as True Blood. 
Gavin, or uh, <laughs> Josh, you were big in the True Blood series, weren't you? The TV show? That's Vampire? Blue, uh, yeah, yeah I was a tree in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that series all over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Christmas Vacation, obviously, is happening as well. So uh, make sure you guys check all those events out. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, again, thank you to all of you guys from uh, that are watching us right now. And uh, nice to see. Thank you, Gavin, for checking in as well. So what do we have? We have uh, The Vault tonight. We have Antiques Paintball Roadshow. We have some mail time. We have the topic at hand. Maybe lightning round, but we may, again, have to hold that off because uh, Gavin's not here. And maybe we'll do some prices Right. So why don't we get right into some Vault? And when we get back, we'll get uh, right into the show. Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with a pandemic edition of The Vault. I'm here with the 62 caliber eight-shot repeater. This was used by the Great Canadian Adventure Game and the Adventure Games of America in the late 80s. It's a 62 caliber semi-automatic beast. It's powered by one 12 gram CO2 powerlet and it holds eight shots inside the small internal spring-fed mag. So long before we had mag-fed paintball, this eight-shot semi-automatic repeater was used and it had internal mag-fed. The mechanism is, is ramped, so it takes a ball from the lower magazine and feeds it to the top barrel. So this is the eight-shot semi-automatic 62 caliber paintball shooter. Hey guys, Todd Anson from Behind the Bunker. This is our weekly segment called Antique Paintball Roadshow. Check it out. All right, another week here with Kenny. Kenny, you've been showing me lots of great things over the last couple weeks, but truthfully, I'm in the mood for some plastic. I want some real thick, heavy plastic. I want to put some weight on my gun for no reason at all. What do you got for me? Oh, we have the warp feed. Uh, this is where the plastic shortage started. There we go. We have a vertebrae autopacker with the warp feed body and the warp feed attached with a Revy loader on that one and the Thompson stocks. Very good. The only thing missing on these guns is that the stocks were made of plastic. Yes, then that I would have finished it off. We could throw some more brown plastic. Right. If you guys ever get a chance and you see the paintball museum, whether it's at World Cup or if they set up somewhere else, take an opportunity and go and look in there. And I, I mean, I was only in there for maybe a total of an hour or two while I was down there for the week, just sort of visiting and talking. But I saw maybe a small sliver of what actually was in there. And every time I pick something up, there was an interesting story to go along with it. So head on over next time you see it and 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 uh and check it out and and book yourself some time and ask questions while you're in there because uh, those guys were pretty good at answering them and bring even a couple of bucks just to donate because they did that out of the good of their heart not because they're you know not because they're making money and i know they had to pay rent to be there as well so you know help those guys out um yeah happy holton says those warp feeds were awesome for about 20 weeks <laughs> i as much as I rain on the Warp Feeds parade, I think they actually worked, didn't they? They yes. did work. People used them. They and, did. And it did. It took the it took the hopper off the top of the marker and put it to the side, much like a bullpup design that you find in the Defender. You guys got it. But the only thing is, it, it, it you you lacked the loader on the top of your gun, but you've picked up 10 extra pounds. Yeah, but you right? could also turn your gun sideways and it would still feed, so it did have some some yeah. pluses yeah yeah the only downside to the warp feed is if you're a right-handed shooter you shot very well coming out of the right side of the bunker because very little of your marker was exposed the downside is if you were to shoot left out of anything <laughs> you had to tilt your marker you did quite a bit you did keep your hopper from popping out first but again like can you aim your gun properly when it's on a side when it's on a side like that yeah it wasn't that bad the worst, the worst part about it was cleaning it if anything accidentally broke on the inside. That's true. Yeah. Could you submerge it? No, because it, it had no. motors in it. Could you hit it with a hose? I think you could wipe the off outside off. You could wipe the outside off. The actual thing itself was similar to a hopper. Yeah. Just something you broke inside. Back then, wow. you had to take a screwdriver out and open it up. Did you seriously have to open it all the way up? I guess you had to. Yeah. 
Oh, it was a clamshell. Like, it wasn't bad. But was it, like, spring-loaded and everything went everywhere? Or was it No, nothing shot out when you opened it up. There wasn't that, oh, yeah, make sure you put your finger right here so you can catch this little spring so it doesn't fly out and lose it in the grass or something like that. And who who was the warp feed? Was that AGD product? Yes. Okay. So I can't crap on it too much then. No. No. Um, it was made out of real good plastic, too. It didn't crack easy. <laughs> good, solid yeah. plastic. Uh, Happy Holden says he donates to the museum. What the paintball museum needs to do is take on some Patreons uh, so that people, you know, pay a monthly fee. And maybe what they do is they send out a little monthly email blast that features a couple of the items that are that are in there with a little story. That'd be pretty cool. That, yeah, I'd yeah. buy into something like that as well. Uh, Jeff Thompson says, finally, some talent back on the show this week. That's you, <laughs> Josh. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of talent, look at my um, Happy Holton hoodie. H-H-H. The horn section. The horn section. <laughs> and also from um, Charles Holton, just in, in his neck of the woods, uh, a local paintball legend, Dale Costa. Um, he's been playing since 1984, recently passed away or passed away in January, and he was supposed to start coaching um, next uh, coming up soon. So uh, sort of a... A post shout out to um, everybody in the Charles Holton Dale Costa area. We another one um, hot fades behind the bunker. Um, I'm gonna call us out. I'm being told that in the live chat that the warp feed was a pro team's product. Product. Oh, maybe you're right. It was. And a pro- now that I'm seeing the pictures of it, I hate to say it, but I think he's right. Oh, you. I, I think AGD. Help distribute it, maybe. Matt, do you want to tell him? Uh, I think it was one of those co-branded things, honestly. Like AGD supplied the design, and Warp Feed had it was sitting on a like couple of trucks Coke of plastic. And cola? <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't know enough to dispute it. I have one in a package. I'll look when I get home. You know, but there's someone branded. Who's it? Is it know, not AGD know. branded? It doesn't say branding on it, but I, now that I see protein products, I remember seeing that on the label. But you know who would who would be able to answer that? Not only would they be able to answer it, they probably had their hand in it. It is someone that has been watching the show over the last couple of weeks and in the chat room, but we're not going to bring up his name. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll look. I might have an AGD uh, what's it, what's PTJM it says it beats Q loaders. It sure <laughs> does. Anything beats a Q loader. Picking up paint off the ground behind Except, a bunker while people are firing at you and it's mixed with sand is still Except, better. Except maybe the Indy 500. Um, All right. It was licensed yeah. by AGD. Do you know what would be time. really neat is if we had like a museum place, we could send an email. Just hey, hey. I don't know the history of any behind sort this? of. Yeah, I don't know anybody who can help me answer. I those searched questions. my camera and I came up with pictures of the warp feed, but because uh, I have the package here, but I don't. We'll wait. Just Google the image of the package. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a warp feed as pro team. Is that just maybe because it's up here? It's got air gun designs on the side of the warp feed. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I picture a warp feed, I always see it on a, in my mind on an, on on an automatic. Now, I know it fits other guns, but yeah. I'll look when I get home. But so. Happy Holton says he worked for Protein Products in the early 90s. It was licensed by AGD. So that huh. would probably make sense. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, why don't we move on to tonight's uh, topic at hand, and that is uh, snacks. What are some of your on-field snacks? So things that you sneak onto the field, not necessarily not necessarily sneak, but bring onto the field with you. And uh, you know, yeah, you know, last week we were sort of touch touching about or talking about what snacks you have at the field. You know, when you're in the staging area and stuff. But uh, uh, PTJM says our Pinocchio's. Pinocchio hopper still a thing. They are. They were bought by HK. Um, someone check the HK website and see if they're on there. But I think they do sell a version of the Pinocchio. Um, I don't know if they have the version you're thinking of with a really long nose on it that adds the extra, extra beat and schnozzle. The extra extra room. I, I don't know. Happy Holden said he worked for Protein Products in the early '90s, but. 
All right. Don't we know someone who worked for Protein Products in the early 90s? No, I don't, I don't think we do. I don't think so. Oh, okay. oh. All right. All right. Well, let's talk about the snacks, guys. We're going to watch you guys in the live chat. Um, and uh, yeah, let us know if there's something that uh, sparks a fancy with you. But Mike in the live or on Facebook comment that he puts a hip bottle of Jameson and a protein bar in his pocket. That's nice. <laughs> um, Takes a little nip of courage, does he, when he's on the field? <laughs> uh, John Mang, um, M-A-G-N-E, Barinkwo, a licorice or a caramel bar with a yellow Red Bull, and an absolute no-brainer on the Norwegian paintball fields. Huh. So he must be from Norway. He's in Norwegia. Yes. Norwegia. So Josh is on the, the HK website right now and. Not seeing anything labeled Pinocchio. Yeah. Okay. Kind of cruising. I thought. I thought maybe it might have its own section, but no. Happy old under rebrand as the Speed. Under maybe. Uh, uh, speed loader. That yeah. That kind of looks similar to it. Let's see. Yeah, that's it. That was, yeah, that's the one. That's it. Yeah, you we can had take a conversation about that three-hour <laughs> conversation. I'll never get back about that loader. Yeah. Um, oh, Phoenix says gummy bears, sour worms, pickled juice shots, and nice. walnuts. Nice. Um, Philip Thomas. They need to have pickle, pickle, pickle-coated walnuts. That would be good. You could call them these nuts. <laughs> um, Philip Thomas, John Marshall, or, or PTJM. I eat grass or Velcan chocolate paint. Only way to stay in, in the game. Nice. Rick Martz says, uh, very nice looking hoodie over there. Horns say hello from Boston area. Boston. Nice. nice. Uh, Zane Smith says, e-shots and protein bars. Lisa Weber says that she does not take pretzels on the field because they make her thirsty. Huh. That's like a reference to thirsty <laughs> or thirsty. <laughs> These pretzels, they're pretzel making me thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> um, Nebnella, Pedialyte popsicles because they wouldn't melt in your pocket. PC Organics, apple, sweet potato, and mango baby food because you can squeeze those in. That's a brilliant idea. It's a good idea. Those little squeeze packets, those are good. Um, Wolf. Can't eat when I play. Too much adrenaline. Oh, come on, Wolf. Thomas Bork says, The tears of my enemies. Nothing tastes as sweet. And (laughs) Timothy Hoffliger says, Twinkies, snowballs, and cupcakes during scenario games because they double as extra ammo for my law rocket. That's nice. Man, Uh, I would would love to be taken out by a snowball. Could you imagine her Twinkie? (laughs) This is a Twinkie incoming. Twinkie, that would be awesome. It's not a grenade? No, it's got... So but that Twinkie creamy, would be coming creamy. at you just as you're yelling out loud, and it would just end up in your gullet. Then you could it'd be uh, almost then you could recite the um what was in it like the fellow in Die Hard, the police officer in Die Hard receipts the ingredients of a Twinkie. I've never seen Die Hard. Right. Uh, Papa Tooch sixty one says, "Really? Who thinks this up? <laughs> but we did." Um, Beaver PB says, "Grapes, beef jerky, protein bar, and BioSteel." Oh. Biosteel's good stuff. Biosteel John's is good stuff. in the live chat says bratwurst. That'd be cool. Uh, uh, Harper and just thinking about it. Kevin M. Osborne says beef jerky, trail mix, oranges, and apples. Mm. Um, Brian Cole says Aussie bites. Costco is the only place I can find them. Great snack that uh-huh. curves your hunger, but still keeps you light on your feet uh, and super yummy. So I did a little search here. This is an Aussie bite. Looks very delicious. We can get those at um, get those at Costco. I should let Brian Cole know that we should. Yeah, because he doesn't know where to get them did from. Did you say that? I didn't hear you. I was doing something. Whatever. That's to this episode. Oh, no. Um, so, I feel so Todd-like. Uh, they're not bad. They're slightly dry, though. Well, here's why they're dry. They've got rolled oats, dried apricots, and not, not that's not already delicious on its own. You add some flax seed, some sunflower seeds, honey, coconut, quinoa, and then chicks, chia seeds. Plus more. more. I'd have to take a Those shit by the time the game was over. <laughs> it would blast through. You'd be like, so, be like a grenade. Might as well eat, eat a carrot muffin it. made out of bran, too. <laughs> Jeez. It reminds me of a time where we had a lab 
and he he would he was uh, so food motivated he would eat literally anything so we had to be very careful with him he got disqualified as a service dog because he he wouldn't stop eating things um <laughs> Well, we had a guinea pig at the time, my daughter a guinea pig, and he ate an entire bale of guinea pig food, which is like seeds and little things like that. Yeah. He was in the backyard for the next couple of days, crapping out this stuff. And the look on his face is like, what the hell is coming out of me? It was the worst. His, poor guy had his no poor idea. Brow, his fur, brow was all furled as he was scooting around. Oh, I remember that. And he was getting distance too. That's the problem, right? <laughs> Oh, wow. I just see Todd sitting out there with the hose. <laughs> it, it, well, we had to because you like that. Bale oh, you of, can't, yeah. Oh, it was nasty. No, yeah. And then the then after the dog was finished, he would turn around and start sniffing and then licking. It's like you stupid idiot. Like, love labs, but I hate labs. Right. Um. All right. Uh, uh, I was gonna uh, say Paul Rucky uh, says Columbus charcuterie board. Wolf Critchlow says the guinea pig story could have been much worse. I don't know where you're going with that guinea pig story, Wolf. But ate no, he ate pig. the guinea pig. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix Gasparini says RX AM blueberry bars and are are my go-to bar. Uh, uh, log one three zero seven zero says chocolate donuts and grape soda. Oh, I like grape soda. It's, it's purple. Very um. Specific. Happy Holton says those that snack should not be confused with Aussie bites. Aussie Osborne. Because it'd be <laughs> just be a bowl of mice just mice bats. heads. <laughs> um, and then uh, Greg Muller says jerky, peanut butter M and M's, or dried cranberries. Mm. Mm. Some Dolores's. Uh, massive paintball says at Hardy McGarty likes cucumbers. Oh, or cucumbers. Cor- Courgettes for our French friends. Wouldn't it be cucumbers? Cucumbers? Yeah. Yeah, cucumber. Yeah. Uh, Karen Wright, a longtime watcher, first time commenter, says dashboard cheese. Dashboard. Mm. Nice. <laughs> Slightly melty, but still cold in yeah. the inside. And then Robert Hansen says black and mild jazz cigars. Oh, yeah. oh that's nice. <laughs> Bobby doused mushrooms. <laughs> Um, just mushrooms he finds yeah. on the field while he's playing. Well, we'll go around the horn. What, like, what are things that you bring on Zuby? Can't eat. Can't eat. No, I can't stand you. I'll, I'll if I it, Raider dogs had a couple of those. I sit down for like twenty minutes after. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, but like I can't go in, like play a little bit, come back in, snack. I'll puke all over the place. Yeah. Can't do it. I get that. But do you eat breakfast breakfast. on your way to the field? No. Okay. Joe, what about you? Um, I have some items that I take to a paintball field. Um, M&M peanuts, um, clementines, maybe an apple, um, wine gums, dark chocolate granola, coconut water, peanuts in a shell, and of course the ever favorite head of lettuce (laughs) that I can eat. Is there anything you don't bring? It's eight items. (laughs) These are things that if I'm going to play... I don't know how you do it. I keep it in my bag and I can nibble on them. My peanuts are fun because you can throw them at your friends and eat them. The shells are biodegradable. We used to bring Timbits on the field, but we'd normally store them in somebody else's pods. In someone's pods or in someone's hot. Lisa Weaver has a suggestion. She says, what about ditch chicken? (laughs) So those are what I like. And wine wine gums are good. You can Mm. chew on them. They're kind of sweet. Yeah. So I, I did a little research before the show, and I looked around the house for some of my my, my go-to snacks. I enjoy the chocolate-covered nuts from, like, the Costco, or I know they do these at, like, uh, what are those brands, the running brands? Cliff Bars. Cliff Bars, but they're not yeah, thinking... They're, um, uh, there's, like, kind. 10 or 11 different... Sorry, man? Kind? Yeah, kind bars. They're, yeah. like, $6 a bar. We go to Costco, and they're these are really, really, really good. Uh, these are good. You put the fruit cups... Right, Ugh. you put them in your your pack, and then you just open it up and just gross like just. Yeah. It's food, it's sugar, no, and it's, it's hydration. It's hydration, good idea. Smarties. The only downside with that is they melt. Oh, chewy snacks, so like little gummies, and you can do these are the Welch's ones, but you can get like sour keys, sour patch kids, anything like that. I just don't like 
getting too too much sourness on the field. Kind of bad because I just had a list and you actually bought props. You well, really, you really outdid me. <laughs> yeah, this cost me like a hundred dollars at the grocery store today. And then chocolate. I like chocolate chips in my uh, granola. My granola bars. It makes eating grow. And you'll notice a trend with most of the stuff other than the than the fruit. It's all dried stuff that's not going to give you gut rot. Has a lot of waste. Like it's not too. like hot wings. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's not a cup of yogurt. No. Oh, um, in the sun. These are kind of fun too. What are those? These are like uh, this is fruit by the foot, we but like, try it. but like they're uh, what do you call it? Fruit roll-ups. Oh, fruit roll-ups. And this is my number one go-to rice crispy. Rice crispy. Because it can get smushed, it can get broken, get twisted. You can sit on it. You can roll down a hill. Doesn't matter how hot or cold it's served. It's always good. Uh, and in a pinch, if it's a hot, hot day, bring a juice box. They'll fit inside a pod. And even if you, like, even if you disorient the like the Tetra Pack, it's not going to ruin it. You're not going to pop it when it's full. Like you'd be hard pressed to break this. Maybe Josh, maybe. Probably. But then you have a little straw that goes up underneath your goggles. So if you're in like a day, you know, in a safe zone or if you're behind the bunker, yeah, you're yeah, you can you can down one of those. And the only other thing I couldn't find that I, I was thinking about is um, I used to like my kids don't do it anymore because they're they've grown out of it. But if you got youngsters at home, get apple juice in those squeeze pouches. Um, uh, Neb Nella was talking yeah, he about was it talking earlier, like a Capri Sun thing. Yeah, yeah, but like I like the apple apple sauce, uh, not so much the baby food, but. Um, yeah, so those are those are some of the things, and the all baby of those. Food's good when you're role playing. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Just lighten up. I hope so. <laughs> I, I did have luck out in the field one time with these things. They're honey stingers. They're um, like organic honey chewy, like gummies. I never had those. Yeah, so they're like those things that Australians like from Costco, like Aussie bites, but has a little less granola and nuts. minerals. But doesn't mm-hmm. make it feel like you're going to be poop in a wicker basket five minutes after you <laughs> um, so I did find something very interesting and it got pulled down because apparently this is proprietary information and someone bought and paid for this and the people got in trouble Botten. there's a study done of NHL players and the optimum food and delivery so two different things you have to have the food and you have to have delivery method right? yes so typically when you're in a high st- high uh, cardio area doing all kinds of stuff like say say you're playing paintball um, you want food but then you need something to deliver it to you quickly which is generally sugar right right so there's a study done and they said the absolute best thing you can do under load so this is like running a marathon playing an NHL game playing NFL and like NBA all that stuff is a banana Ugh. and a one Pepsi. cup of Pepsi I not Coke that. it can't be Coke has to be Pepsi I'd heard that yeah, I think I heard that from you once too. And I, for the life of me, I cannot find the study. Uh, the only thing I could find is that it got pulled down via complaint off Google. Huh. I know there was this this guy down in the states, one of the southern states. I'll, it'll come to me in a moment. But he was working on a, an ingenious beverage that would not only quench people's thirst but make them hydrate faster. Was it like Hydrodel or something? Or? No, it was Gatorade. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it the coach for now? I, this is completely wrong. State, Gator, it was Florida. Florida, Florida State. Yeah. But wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it the coach or the someone that was working for the the Dolphins no, that came up with Gatorade? Florida State, Florida State Gators. Okay, I don't know me my football. So, hey, Roger Brewster in the live chat says Pop Tarts because he carries a toaster. Yeah. Huh. Just to think, if you could get a Pop Tart on the field, you almost have to snap them in half and put them in. Oh, I guess they would sit flat on your. On your in your vest and stuff like that, Roger Weaver or Roger Brewster was the fellow I remember. Always used to have blue JT goggles, and if you still have them, if they're in good shape, Roger, you're sitting on a gold mine right now. Um, and what did Alex used to have? He used to have some sort of either clear ones or he had or purple. He had something that was pretty cool. Again, if you have them, they're probably worth a good good amount of money. Here, it's right here. Um, the other reason, sorry, Keith Kissel says you don't need a toaster to eat Pop-Tarts. The other reason why I don't like Pop-Tarts, because the last time, uh, what's his name, Greg uh, Hastings was down, he was ripping apart his feel, his bag, and he found a couple old Pop-Tarts, and he wasn't sure how old they were, and they're out of package, and they look like they have been there for years. Yes. <laughs> um, he also carries a piece of cake in his pocket. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's here's it's this is what it is. Here's what typically happens when you drink soda while eating a banana. Short-term effects: sugar rush. Soda is often high in added sugars, and when you consume it along with a banana, you may experience rapid increase in blood sugar levels. This can provide a quick burst of energy and a sugar rush. And then, because you're eating the banana, you're also driving potassium, potassium through in your, your muscles, system. which prevents cramping and helps keep your blood vessels from over dilating. <laughs> Some says, marathon dudes drink cola before a carb boost. Bananas are for the potassium to keep the muscles from cramping. That's another thing. Mm. In this same search parameters. Yeah, I am not a runner or a marathoner. We did a couple races back when we were younger, and I remember them used to giving you not only beverages halfway through the race and like water stations but they'd have little gels that they'd hand you as well yeah um and i used to keep a couple gels on me as well and i didn't like again i wasn't running long enough to 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 know how to do all this but there are runners that are constantly there's a how do you call it um there's these patches you put on yourself they're banning them from cycling races now but they're talking about banning them from running races. And what it does is it measures your blood sugar level, or your glucose level. Constantly. So that if yeah. you're starting to feel that dip, you can punch one of these gels in you and then ride through that that dip in energy, which yeah. usually causes runners to stop running, right? Because the so, dip usually happens before you actually feel Yeah, so if you, can, if you can get some sugars into you right away, then you'll pass that wall and yeah. run right through it. So Also, there's a thing called a V8 plus energy strawberry banana plant-based in the states i guess we obviously we can't get it in canada but v8 drinks you can get a v8 energy which has strawberry banana placed energy in it huh get isn't it at, all of that you can get plant-based though in, i don't i guess so but you can get it at kruger kroger in the states which is a grocery store yeah huh. so but like sorry that, go ahead that brings up a good question like if you're snacking while playing paintball what are you trying to do curb hunger fuel yourself well, get a boost of energy because like that will dictate what you are eating yeah well i think it has a lot to do is so that you have a little bit of food in your system so when you get to the restaurant after you play paintball you don't order everything on the menu it's all about moderation yeah. josh but the thing is i get up i can't eat breakfast right and i might be hungry but i, I physically can't eat breakfast so by the time we out, we're out there on the field we're finally playing if I don't hit myself with some sort of quick sugars or quick energy, I'm I'm lost. Yeah. Um, the other thing I didn't mention is I used to buy individual jerkies, right? Well, that's a good and idea. And put them in your pocket as well. Yeah. The problem with that is like it's a lot of gnawing and it's not as quick, but you do get there anyways. It. It's a lot of gnawing. Sometimes it's too much salt to start. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, speaking of grocery stores, Joe. Yes. Do you know what the the number one or the fastest growing grocery store is in the United States? And they are a sister company to uh, Trader Joe's. I don't know. Is it Amazon? Aldi. Aldi, really? Yeah. We've seen them around Buffalo yes, and yes, places. That's right. But I was uh, watching a Bloomberg report and they were talking about Aldi, how, how huh. they are uh, the fastest growing right now. They're a discount brand, are they not? They are. They are. Aldi. Um, Phoenix Gasparini says, my paintball snacks are tailored for my body's needs while playing. Well, aren't you... A- Look at you. Rahim. Rick Top Jones says, I just drink more beer. boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, never heard of them in California. Well, uh, Keith, beer? you soon it's will. This- oh. <laughs> Keith Kissel. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, here's, here's what's in the product details about this drink. It's um, gives you steady energy from black and green tea. Delivers roughly the same amount of caffeine as a cup of coffee. Plant-based canned energy can, contains five deliciously blended vegetables. Strawberry banana. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so I don't know um, if anybody in the chat's into this kind of stuff, but if you want energy and you go for an energy drink, has anyone tried a can of C4? Hmm. No, no. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I've never heard of C4. There's uh, yeah, it's an it's a, like it's a tall boy can, and there's one flavor. It's blue. It's like that white blue freezy oh flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, what? Like, hang on tight, man, because wow, yeah. is Prime an energy drink? 
No, because I like their. I tr- no, but I tried one of the when it first came out. I tried their blue, white, and red popsicle flavor, whatever yeah. it is. It was really good. Well, people were freaking out, and they're like, "This is the worst energy drink ever." It's supposed to compete with Gatorade. <laughs> Keith Kissel. <laughs> Sorry, he just says I could have had a V eight. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, there you go, Keith Kissel. That's right. Christ, V eight plus energy. Laugh. Thank that's you, fine. Keith. Um, Phoenix Gasparini gets her Macamamamian nuts from uh, Aldi. Bio steel. There you go. I get these nuts from Bulk Barn. <laughs> um, CHK says heart palpitation in a can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet. I, I've never been one for energy drinks, and it fascinates me how many, like, especially being around the paintball tournament level, you see a lot of referees and players just downing monsters and not so much Red Bulls, but monsters and like the big I cans. Know, those are so bad for you. Do they like after a while? Do they do anything for you, or do you kind of get numb? They to rot it? your teeth. They're. Um, it depends. Some of them are really hard on your liver because they'll 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 have like zero sugar. But when it's zero sugar, it's tons of like aspartame and sucralose and like all these like. Yeah. derivatives of sugar so it's really hard for your body to filter it out and, and most of them are just like 250 to 300 milligrams of caffeine yeah. see yeah. I, I've tried the 5 hour energy things and I've done it once or twice but I really don't know that I felt much but it didn't like it didn't give me shakes or anything but that's not a sugar thing it's supposed to give you clarity and yeah that, it wasn't not- supposed to be an energy drink I like the fact that you can take it and you just don't feel tired you don't feel wired but you don't feel tired. Now, Matt, our producer, has brought caffeine pills to events. And, yeah. you know, I tried a couple of those. I think they work. I don't, I didn't want to get too deep into it, so I didn't go too deep. Matt was cutting them and, like, get them on a little mirror. Is that a dark, is that a dark <laughs> chocolate, um, dark covered chocolate espresso beans? They give you a little bit of a zip, too, from places like Trade, um, Target and. Starbucks. I'm gonna just take Gerald Lavoie says uh, uh, he 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 likes the naked juice from Costco. Yeah, I was gonna say that, then it scrolled away. Okay, um, I, I'm gonna share this information. I probably shouldn't because it's top secret. So, no, somebody will. It's not. Okay, if you want something, you want something better than an energy drink. You want something better than anything else. You want something better than tea, coffee, all this stuff. Try a ECA stack. It's a combination of ephedrine, caffeine, and aspirin. It will send you to the moon. Well, we don't know if we <laughs> What about crack cocaine? Yeah. Now, I'm not endorsing it. I'm just uh, just saying. I have it on authority from some people at the gym that yeah. when they can't find said illicit substance, this will do. Oh, Jesus. Is this over-the-counter? or uh, You can't buy ephedrine over-the-counter in the United States, but for some reason you can in Canada. Hmm. And you need about 100 milligrams of caffeine, a regular strength uh, regular strength aspirin, about 4 milligrams. <laughs> Phoenix Gasparini says she always uses math at big games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. This Keith, is uh, similar. Hey, Keith Kissel said uh, mocha espresso latte cappuccino for shots go faster and longer. And when you crash, it's you catch, you catch on, on fire. fire. I, okay, I envy have to all pee of like you. 30 times. I envy all of you that can eat co- or drink coffee or espresso. I would love to be able to get something that has like two shots of espresso in the morning just to give you a jolt to wake up, but I, I just can't do it. I'm to the point where like I'm almost going to try a coffee again. It's been years, but just to try to see if I can stomach it. Every once in a while, you need that little bit of, you know, a little bit of whatever, right? I love, I love my coffee in the morning. <laughs> love it. Uh, yeah. Well, and everybody makes it such a ritual and makes it such a thing like, you know, not before my coffee and yeah. I'm not really like that, but <laughs> I like coffee. Do you put your coffee into your Stanley mug? Ooh. I, you know what? I'm still back on the trends. I like my, uh, uh, my Visca mugs. You what? I do. <laughs> I do, Matt. But I put mine in my once upon a time was green Stanley coffee mug from 1998. Bloody Mr. OG. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, we got way off topic on that, we but that's that okay. Espresso, all the caffeine, and half the urine says happy old. And all yeah, the diarrhea. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't like. Doesn't coffee 
It's a diuretic. It makes you pee. But doesn't it make you crap as well? No, I don't think so. Yes. It is a laxative. That like I always thought it was. I Joe's got guts of stomach or uh, guts of steel though. White hot chocolate with espresso shot tastes like oh Henry Bar says PTJM. Now where do you get such a fine beverage? Is that is that a Starbucks? Is that a I'm gonna go ahead with Joffrey's. I'm gonna go ahead with a hard no. Where's Philip Thomas John Marshall live? Where are you? White hot chocolate. Where do you get PTJM? Take your Facebook account down. Joe's creeping you. I'm I'm coming for you. Trying to figure out where. Quick, (laughs) market private. Coffee. Did you say Timmy's? <laughs> no. <laughs> really? No. Huh? Timmy's doesn't have what hot chocolate he works, does it? Oh, he li- he's in he's in Ontario. But then Keith Kissel, where are you? Um, Tim Horton says PTG. Yeah, okay. I like how PTJM says Timmy's and then had to clarify and go Tim Hortons <laughs> like us Canadians with Tim, 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 Philip Thomas John John Marshall, I think is where um Quaker Oats is in Ontario, their head okay. office. I and believe. Keith, Kissel. Keith Kissel's in California. Okay. Wow. He's in the 90210 area. Um, 619 is Chula Vista and San Diego. It's on the A1A, Beachwood Avenue. No. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics, but isn't that, what is isn't that where people roll up in Lamborghinis, I mean, I don't top know. down, drinking, I don't know, whatever it is. Did you? Phyllis Thomas. So I, I, learned, right. I learned this the other day when I was at Tim Hortons because it it's on the wallpaper in one of the walls. Do you know when the first Tim Hortons opened in the United States? Wasn't that? It's like 1930 or something, wasn't it? No, they, it was more it, recent, wasn't it? Tim like Horton was a guy he no, played I, for the oh, Toronto yeah, Maple Leafs. No, you're right. Okay, yeah. I was thinking something then else. He would work, then, he went to, then he went to um, Buffalo Sabres, and then he it opened a couple franchises. Then on his way back to Toronto from a Buffalo Sabres game, he wrapped his Pantera, which is a kind of car, around a, a post on the QEW. Yep. I remember that. 1984. <laughs> Was the first time a Tim Hortons opened in the states? Wow, Buffalo. Uh, first, uh, Tonawanda, New York. Tonawanda, Tonawanda. Nice. Do you guys know Tonawanda. that? Do you guys Whatever. know that there was a, a? We used to go down to an indoor paintball place in Tonawanda called Tonawanda Splat Shot, and that's where the guy who ran it, his name was Harry, and they were buddies with. Cooper T, who made all the Cooper T products that eventually the Benjamin Sheridan, all like the Speed Demon bolts and stuff for PGP and Sheridans, and some constant air adapter. So, hmm. a little bit of um, paintball history there uh, coming to you live from the vault. Speaking of coming in live, Mike Thompson says, Hey guys, sorry, took a while to get the garbage out to the road. <laughs> and then he says, Tonawanda is basically bu- bu- Buffalo. But yeah. Tonawanda, then there's Cheektowaga. These are all um, these are all First Nations names. Yeah. And then there's a good wing joint in Tonawanda called Duff's on Millersport Highway. So it's the original Duff's. Although I would Chicken also wings. take the Anchor Bar. Yeah, the I, anchor think bars, I think Duff's are... They're both good. They're both good. I would yeah. be happy to have either, but yeah. All right. Wow, we rambled about snacks for a long time. Matt, we didn't ask you, do you have anything other than a baguette that you bring in to the field? Uh-huh. No, I prefer a croissant. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I can't eat before playing. It's just... But what about during? Like, if you... if you oh, not oh, the, no. wow. Matt brings his poutine out in pods. But you know why Matt brings a baguette on the field? It's not it's not for eating. It's if he runs out of paint, he's going to go CQB something with a baguette. Yeah, Matt, a bingo Matt still wears his original Belleville boots that we got when the Americans switched from the Altama all leather boots to a Gore-Tex boot that before Coyote Brown was a thing or tan was a thing we got some black boots from Belleville and Matt still wears his so they got to be how old are they they got to be I from got them in 2002 in 2002 we had them maybe a year before that so we had them around 2000 or a little sooner than that pretty crazy that's over 20 years old that's yeah. his boots ridiculous. he still wears Hey, I just looked at the clock and realized we bantered for like a half an hour there about nothingness. And you know why? It's because all of you guys in the live chat just chimed in and we had a conversation and that was fun. Was I, fun. I, I enjoyed that. And I like when you guys are part of the show and I will still say Keith Kissel still made me laugh the hardest so far. Right. <laughs> Do you remember that old ad campaign? <laughs> Could have just had a V8. Could have had no. a V8. Vaguely. Yeah. 
Um, but I would like to try some of those V8 Energy Plus things, whatever they are. Hey, hey what hey. about biscuits and gravy in my pockets? <laughs> How about crab cakes? How gravy? do they stay warm, George? How oh, get some wait. hush puppies. Don't That's answer what we that. Need. <laughs> hush puppies. Um, jalapeno hush puppies. Yeah, jalapeno yeah. hush puppies. Sorry, what do you call SOS in Texas? SOS. What's SOS in t- here in Texas? Um, all right. Well, you know what we should do is we should probably take care of a little business. SOS. Um, Mountain Dew kickstart. Does Mountain Dew have caffeine in the in, U.S.? In it the would, U.S. Right? it does. In Canada it does not. It's, you might as well be just drinking <laughs> shit on shingles. <laughs> no, there's there's one of them up here that does now. But not much. Not like, like a Mountain Dew something or other has caffeine in it. I don't know. I don't follow the news. Does Mountain Dew have any sugar in it? Yes. <laughs> All the sugar. All See, the when sugar you guys drink Mountain Dew, and I don't go to the States very often and have Mountain Dew, but when I do, I swear you can grit your teeth with the sugar that's in the in the Mountain Dew. I had a Mountain Dew the one time we went down to Extravaganza, and I swear my teeth were gritty afterwards. <laughs> but yeah, look at the energy you have. I, we can have Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew plus a banana. I remember going to Cedar Point. <laughs> and your once. teeth fall out and look like you're from Kentucky. <laughs> I remember going to Cedar Point once in that's in Ohio, and um, to an amusement park there. And I remember watching a guy order a tall, like the tallest, biggest Coke he can. He took the lid off, and then he took the sugar from the coffee and was using his straw, stirring sh- extra sugar that he added into his Coca Cola. Yeah. God, I don't know how much sweeter Pepsi or Coke needs to be, but man, oh man, that that was nuts. Um, you know what else is nuts? Planet Jeez. Eclipse. From the point man to the podium, Planet Eclipse performance paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure is on or when there is no pressure at all. Get Planet Eclipse and take on the world. E.G., the Smoke Grenade Company has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with Battlefield Brilliant, brilliant colors, and creating wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes E.G. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Ruthless is a versatile crew of industry vets and innovative enthusiasts dedicated to producing not just outstanding products, but also outstanding customer service. Use our promo code to BTB15 to score 15% off your next order. He's pounding a juice box instead of doing his read. Who's um next read? DLX, manufactured, uh, created, sorry, DLX Technologies, creators of the TM40 markers and accessories. Use some of the best, light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. I missed Exalt, so whoever does Exalt can go ahead. Oh, thank you. Often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. Tournament ready, battle proven, and available worldwide. Ride 519. Whether you're riding on pavement, pathway, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with a one wheel. And before you ride off into the sunset or sunrise, use the promo code BTV10 to save 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. Is everything bigger in Texas? It is at Tank's Big Man Adventure Park, Houston's one stop for all ages action. Tank hits its target every time with jelly ball, low impact and regular paintball, airsoft and axe throwing. Book your next adventure with the big man. Hashtag get tanks. Yeah. Uh, hey, Mike Thompson says uh, you can get Coke made with cane sugar now. I think we had some at Target. Yeah. We bought some last time we were in. The, you can get uh, that, you can here, get that here too. too. Pietro's has it, and and the Walmart has it in the international section. Uh, PTJM says, uh, why is everything going back to mechanical markers? Well, it's because people are running out of good ideas. <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm not going to get into a rant, but we had a press release given to us the other day, and I'm not going to name yeah. companies. I'm not going to name the release, but uh, Joe had sent it to all of us to have a look at it, and the first thing I did was why. Like yeah. they Basically, these markers were already... They already existed. They were in the back warehouse. They probably had a couple of them still. Skids. And, and I, they're bringing them back. I honestly thought it was a joke. Yeah, no, I did too. I honestly not. thought you guys were just bored with Photoshop. Unfortunately, some of the manufacturers have become so stale. When you've got other companies that are coming out with new stuff and uh, whatever, I, I'm not going to get on a soapbox, but it's... Yeah, there's like rule number one business is like, don't be stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Open a window. Yeah. It's a fresh air in the R&D department. George Hayes says, because of the law that prohibits light-colored soft drinks from containing caffeine, 
uh, which forced Mountain Dew to release multiple versions in Canada. Correct. You are right. George Hay is a wealth of knowledge. And he's handsome, too. Hang on one second. Without Googling it, George Hay, (laughs) explain to me the chicken tax. The chicken tax? The chicken tax. In or out of ditches. What? Uh, Alex. That's nothing to do with ditch chicken. Ditch no, it has chicken. nothing to do with ditch chicken. It has everything to do with pickup trucks. Oh, chicken ah. tax. Okay. Uh, Alexander says, taking a break from the pool league to watch you guys. Thanks. Nice to see you. It's like uh, a swimming pool or like the tabletop game. Well, I wasn't thinking swimming until I just pictured him in a bikini. So huh. <laughs> no, let's hope it do was. Do you know what I saw yesterday? George has not heard of it. Um, the competitive puzzle building. It was like this yeah. gymnasium where they had this yeah. table set up. There's four chairs around each one. And they had like a sh- like a clock at the start. And it was like beep, 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 ding. And then like <laughs> they ripped the brown wrapper off this puzzle. And they pull out this bag. And it was like they immediately start sorting through all this. Like it was wild. I was like, this is insane. So then I checked the, naturally checked the comment section. The first comment is if they're here, who's watching all the cats? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I but lost you know what the sad like, thing is? They're going to make it into the Olympics before yeah, paintball no does. Kidding. Oh, more than likely. Um, Still better than a hobby horse. Yes, I'll give you that. Yeah, Although right. hobby horse, you do have to have physical movements. Yes, but you do. Let's have not to have let's not give them any credit. No. The other pu- the other thing about puzzles I saw the other day is um, clear puzzle pieces. <laughs> I saw that. That puzzle? showed up. I it's good. Yeah. Jeez, I do like a good puzzle now and again, but that that's just so, stupidity. So someone got us. Oh, this. sorry, with fake edge pieces in there too. Yes. <sighs> someone got us this kids puzzle for Christmas, but it's like kids and adults. So starting on the left-hand side of the puzzle, the puzzle pieces are like big, so yes. the kids can put it together. And as you go to the other side, it they become smaller and smaller. Oh. And then that's sort of like the side the adult works on as the kid works on the side. But the adult side is the most infuriating puzzle I've ever done because it doesn't have like the typical puzzle piece. They're all like rounded, soft oh, edges, boy. so they gotta put like you gotta kind of slide them in place. I just, oh, my kids are over not there and chance. they're like losing their mind, and I'm doing my best not to flip over the table. <laughs> <laughs> we did a puzzle oh, at awful. Christmas, and it was a repeating pattern, and that's just as bad because the oh, piece that's in your hand has the same color and design on it that like eight different parts of the puzzle has. <laughs> so like, what do you do? Right? Why would you do that to yourself? Because obviously any sane person grabs all the edge pieces, does the edge pieces first, right? Naturally. To get the, yeah. Naturally, to get those away. And then they start looking at familiar colors and shapes and looking at, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Thank you to Alex, by the way, for sending uh, 20, uh, 20 stars. And I apologize, I missed... Someone sent stars earlier in the show, and I completely missed it. Um, but I do want to say thank you for the. For yeah, just send them again well. so they pop up. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Please, um, yeah. Hopefully, you're enjoying your uh, your viewing time here, Alexander. So, where are we talking about puzzles? But Jesus, do That's we really crazy. need to talk about puzzles? Um, no. Who else was up here? Just um, some. Oh, PTJM says we need a Gavin Sharma puzzle. Every not, time I talk to him, I'm puzzled. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Monroe had made a comment as well. He said, Mountain Dew Diablo Edition was a really good one. That just sounds nasty. That's in the video game, I think, right? I don't know. I think. That's one That's one sort of area I miss out on. I don't do video games at all. So, like, all the people that are online playing video games and stuff, I never get invited invited because I'm not on these consoles or games yeah. at, at all. Me neither. I don't play any video games. I just... I, I thought you uh, played, like, Red Alert 2. Um, I I offered to play Milo Red Alert the other day, but he didn't want to. But I he has his computer reloading, so we just use our shitty computers like this, and we play Red Alert. I always win. It's demoralizing for them. <laughs> Good for you. You can't let every him time win. you need to peg it, knock him down and peg her too. Yeah. Yeah. Put some Red Alert. Yeah. Put some Red Alert. <laughs> no, My I, tanks I, rolling. Yeah. Did I borrow the car keys? We'll put some Red Alert. Alexander Cameron said he sent his stars while wearing his bikini. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's nice. And then he lies. He says, great show as always. Better than Thank sending you. his bikini while wearing yeah. his stars. Uh, yes, it was Blackberry Diablo Mountain Dew. Mm, might be interesting. Hey, I'm wondering, um, I see a lot of unfamiliar names popping up in the live chat. I wonder how many of you guys are, we've started a campaign the last couple of weeks putting uh, video snippets of our show on 
what is it? Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram Reels, meta. YouTube Shorts, Meta. Whatever we're, it is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're putting them everywhere. And I'm wondering if any of you guys found the show because of that or if I'm wasting my time. We're getting lots of like views and we're getting lots of likes and stuff. But I wonder if that actually translates to many people coming here. Um, Happy Holden says, I used to play Mutant League football. Oh, wow. <laughs> on the Genesis. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Something I, I've been watching uh, Facebook Marketplace a lot lately because I'm looking for something and selling some stuff. And there's a lot of Pac-Man stand-up machines. Really? For sale. I think you can buy those at like Costco or something. No, like but that. like the old, the old original oh, ones. Proper. Yeah, proper. they're not cheap. But the thing is, I had a Simpsons one and I cherished it. And then I just realized how big and stupid it was. And I wasn't making enough quarters on it. So I sold it. But for some reason, I want a Pac-Man again. I don't know. Would you play it? I don't know if you'd play it. Pac-Man? Probably Yeah, I'd probably play it for 10 minutes, and that would be it. Um, Next show should do homemade mods. Oh, like how you tape on your laser pointer on the side of your gun. We should talk about custom custom paintball gear again. That was pretty good. Um, Yeah. Something you've customized in home to make for your paintball. Something you've done. Customized, tricked out. Or yeah, modified, tricked out. Uh, Robert Hansen says he likes the tidbits. Doesn't always get a chance to watch the whole show. That's a good point, Robert. Thank you. The other thing you could do is, I'm not sure where you work or, or how you listen to your music and podcast, but you can download us as a podcast anywhere that you get them. And uh, that way you can listen to the whole show and, and not miss anything. Um Command Wrestle says, "You mean you didn't play Greg Hastings' Paintball on the console?" I I tried. I'm I don't know. I I I'm, I know I'm not good with the little with the controller, and I just get frustrated. Remember when we were at Paintball Extravaganza and they had the 3D glasses, and we put it on, and we almost oh, died, passed wow. out. Was yes. that packs? It was, was no, I no, don't no, think no. It was pa- packs. It was at Paintball Extravaganza. Also, that's where he had. Oh, he did that there as well. Yeah, he did it there as I well. I remember I was, it was out in the lobby. Yeah, and, we um, almost fell over and died. And then he goes, he goes, yeah, a lot of people are getting sick, but we're working on the refresh rate. Like, this is just a bait. I'm like, okay, that's good. But, like, then I see, like, the 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 Apple goggle thing now that's coming out, and I just think to myself, oh, I'm just going to get ill. <laughs> yeah. Gonna, yeah. Um, PT Jam says he beat the Greg Hastings paintball for PS3. Hmm. Uh, then Kira Marie Cole says, "Check out the Virtue Paintball for a new for a new video game that is related to our sport. Interesting." Virtue's putting something out. Virtua, yeah, paintball. they were at World Cup. It's cool. It's very cool. Um, they had the biggest, largest setup at World Cup. Did it, they? Yeah, and they had like uh, they were having like um, you know kids were coming in and challenging people and and having having games. It was awesome. Nice to see you, Kara. For um, a while there, Gavin and I were doing the great ha- Greg Hastings Friday Night Fights. You know, yeah. What, yeah. You know what? I'm going to find out some more information. Speaking of that, and we'll sh- we'll showcase them on next show because I do follow them on Instagram and I keep seeing their stuff and it's really it's really well done. Now it is speedball oriented, at least what I'm seeing of it. But uh, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I not to beat a dead horse, but when when Tom was on. Lot was it two weeks ago when he was talking about? I'm still over. He still I'm, regrets. I'm still it. no. I'm still flabbergasted by the um, not flabbergasted, but you really put it in the perspective that the six thousand room nights that players, entourages, NXL, um, Major League Paintball book over room number of room nights they book in Orlando over the World Cup, you know, period of time. That's crazy. Six thousand room nights. Well, you know what? That's it's wild. not Tom. It's wild. It's not just Tom Cole. That's a wealth of knowledge. What about Kara here as well? She says that video game is done by Brent Messer from Infamous. See, I didn't know that connection. Well, it's because he, oh. he's not famous. He's infamous. That's right. Yes. That's why we didn't know. That's why we didn't know. <laughs> if he was if he was from famous, we would know. Yeah. I thought the infamous El Wapo was a part of that. Um, <laughs> speedball killed John Belushi. <laughs> Those are speed it's balls. Like, it's a different type of speed ball. Different type of speed ball, but it's fast as well. That's funny. Yeah. Um, we could just start that rumor here right now. Yeah. John Belushi, John Belushi died playing speedball. There we go. Well, you know what? We're about the, at the end of our program right now. Um, a couple takeaways I want to do is uh, we'll look at maybe some custom gear next week as That's a topic. A Philip Thomas, John Marshall. I will look in more to the Virtua uh, game and get more information about that Excellent. as well. And 
Yeah, maybe one day we'll get Kara on the show. She is just as uh, as uh, competent as Mr. Cole, and uh, yeah, that would yeah. be that would be a fun day as well. All right. Well, sorry that we didn't have Gavin on the show tonight. Unfortunately, he was doing uh, Josh's reads for his podcast, but uh, he'll be back hopefully next week. Joe, thank you for being on the show. He's done them right. Thank you very much for having me on the show. It was wonderful, and we'll see everybody next week because next week in um, our area is Garbage Garbage Night, not just Green Bin and Recycling. So until then, Which is fine because our podcast will be Garbage Garbage too. Josh, thanks for being on the show. No, thank you, Garbage Garbage. No, it's uh, good to be here, and thank you to everyone again who donated stars. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Uh, no after show today because we did run late on our show, uh, but we appreciate you guys following along. Don't forget, we're available anywhere you get your pet, uh, favorite podcasts from. Uh, thank you to Matt for pushing buttons tonight, and thank you guys at home for watching, and certainly for all of you that uh, donated stars and contributed in the conversation. We'll see you next week.